Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. We are out of our wheelhouse. We already were as podcasters, but now going live, we are out of our wheelhouse. We're we don't know like what we're doing. Push ourselves to the limits. I didn't even put on any deodorant for tonight. I, I should know. have. I know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know. So listen, I haven't seen you. I purposely, I, ha- I haven't seen you, period, but I have been dying to hear how your trip to Denver went. <laughs> what happened? Uh, okay. So... My family and I flew home to Kansas. Home is Kansas City, for those of you who might be new. And we had a flight scheduled for Christmas morning. Okay. We set our alarms for 2.30 in the morning to wake everyone up and make our 5 a.m. flight. At 2.30 in the morning, when we woke up, we found out our flight was canceled. Okay. Okay. Great. So at home, you found out we it was We were already canceled. at home. Okay. That is where we should have stayed. Oh. Oh, oh man. Oh. So <laughs> then my husband starts... The frantic search to try to get us to Denver to get us to Kansas City on other airlines. So we end up on a frontier flight around oh, lunchtime. Quality, quality airline. We didn't have much choice. <laughs> Dire time. And that actually went well. I don't even oh. remember if it was delayed. If it was, it was just for maybe 30 frontier minutes. Frontier went well? Yeah, it did. I That's know. A and do you know what they, miracle. You know what? They handed out these cute little animal trading cards to my kids. It was a little, oh. like, it, yes. was, it was novel. It was it's darling. the animals they have on the back of yes. their um their wing. the wings, yeah, or the, the tail, tail, the tail feathers, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you got so you went to the airport so, and flew Frontier to Denver, and then my husband had scheduled a Southwest flight for five a.m. the following morning, so what? we were going to stay the night in Denver. Okay, we got there. I don't know what time. Went to the hotel. This is Christmas Day, mind you. Okay, so there's nowhere to eat. Oh. And we get to the hotel and I thought, oh, we'll just buy some little snacky foods from the little kiosk. No, the rest of the world was also staying in this hotel. So we had oh. tuna fish. I sent you a picture of our dinner, didn't I? And we're, we'll post that yeah. picture. It was um, tuna fish and crackers and beef jerky and a frozen bean burrito. It was high protein, though. I wasn't proud of your protein It was high count. protein <laughs> and sweet potato chips. That was high the protein. only veggie option. I mean, qual- quality chips. snacks, though. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Tuna fish. And uh, we went to bed and set our alarms for 2.30 again. Because because you were supposed to leave on the 26th at 5 a.m. on Southwest. On the 25th, on Christmas Day. Oh, yes. And then, so yes, now the 26th, yes. we're supposed to leave again from Denver at 5 a.m. Yes. So we get on the shuttle at 3, get through security, get to our gate, and it looks so promising. We were so full of hope. We were so naive. Christmas hope. I mean, really. Uh, we had the whole the whole crew, the the pilot or captain, whatever they're called, and then the flight attendants minus one. They were missing one flight attendant. And we could not fly. We could not fly without that one flight attendant. It was not allowed. It was against the rules. Everyone was volunteering. Take me as tribute. Oh, I will kidding. be the flight attendant. You're kidding. No, training is necessary. So no. We... Um, we were not allowed to take off until the you're not allowed the final flight attendant shows where up. where was she or he I they didn't have one Who assigned it? they it, it, it were wasn't a sign hoping someone would come it was I an oversight know. and the gate across from us was also missing a flight attendant and the gate two gates down from us was missing a flight flight attendants oh. were, they were stuck it was not their fault right they were stuck in places what in southwest what do you mean it wasn't their fault southwest has this antiquated system and can't keep track of where their flight attendants are if they're not 
in the right place. I don't understand. A bunch of flights got delayed. There's not delayed a schedule or... that says, hey, Janice, you're supposed to be at B5 at 5 a.m. they let the mothers be in charge, it would have Mothers really... are basically flight attendants. <laughs> everyone on. Everyone on. Give me your tickets. Give me your tickets. Get on the flight. Sit down right now and buckle. Oh, you don't want? I'll buckle your seatbelt for you. You just sit down right now. Why uh, aren't all the mothers- Where were just... you? No, all of the mothers that day just kept looking at each other with these knowing looks. This darling mom who was trying to get to Washington, D.C., had an 18-month-old and a four-year-old, and she was by herself because her husband is in Denver on... for some training, and <gasps> she was trying to get her kids home for being oh. with them. For... Anyway, this sweet mom is like in line- with 60 people deep at the Southwest, one of the Southwest desks. Every desk had 40 to 60 people in line trying to change their flights. This sweet mom was like, I'm sorry, my kids are playing with this. Like, it's fine. Leave me your kids. Go be in line. I will watch them. Go. It's okay. Uh, it just... I just found my hands in prayer mode. <laughs> we were all day. Praying for you. Uh, anyway, so... So Janice showed up eventually well, at 9 a.m. No, oh, she oh. didn't show up, oh, but they Janice. wouldn't cancel the flight. It just kept saying delayed, delayed, delayed. And everyone was just losing it. There, I've never seen so many crying people in an airport and angry people, okay. angry and crying people. Pause for one moment. Here is what always fascinates me about flying and anger. Yes. They can't go together. Like <laughs> they shouldn't. No. You're you're choosing to fly. Right. Flying is a privilege. You paid <laughs> for this privilege. So I understand that you're upset that you're not getting on the flight, but look at all the people behind like you're not you're not you're the not only special. Yeah. Like you no one's getting on this flight. So like keep it, keep the tears away. We yeah. don't like those. Sit down. Wait for, you know, Stephanie flight attendant you to show what, up. Though, show up. Amanda, it felt like the most hopeless situation. I understand. We and looked, you're in Denver. We looked is... for rest. We looked for rental cars. The entire state of Colorado was out of rental cars. You, I there bet were you no did. rental cars. And then oh. at 9 a.m., our flight still wasn't canceled. And my kids look at me and they're like, Mom, can we have lunch? Because oh. they've been up since 2 oh. in the morning. They're so hungry. <laughs> so I take two of them to go get lunch. Uh, brunch, Br brunch. Something. Food okay. of some sort okay. that maybe doesn't look like breakfast. And one of my boys wants a burger from a burger place. And just next to it is some other bakery. And my daughter wants chili. Oh, that's how desperate sure. she is. She's like, I want chili. Mom, right. I need some comfort. So I've, I've let my son be in the long line for a burger while we get my daughter's chili. We get my daughter's chili. And I go over to my son. And my husband calls. And he says, hey, I need you to get back here. Apparently, there's a flight going to Omaha. And Omaha is two and a half hours from Kansas City. I know that because when I tracked your location, I heard and tracked how far it would get to get to Lenexa, Kansas. <laughs> Good. So you know. Yeah. Two and a half hours, which is yeah. not a terrible drive by any means. It's very doable. Very doable. So my husband calls and says, get back here so you can be with the other two kids who are with him. I'm going to go to the desk and see if I can get us on the Omaha flight. Okay, great. So I give my son my credit card, my oldest. Oh. <laughs> Get your food and come back to us. We're like okay. 200 yards away. So you get can your food it. and come back to us, but I need to go be with the toddler and the other kid. These other kids. So we go over and I get my daughter set up with her chili and my other son is playing on an iPad because bless iPads. Oh, iPads. That was the only way we survived. Bless you. Bless them. And as my daughter's eating her chili, my littlest one, my four-year-old says she's hungry and she wants chicken fingers. So I take her back to the son who's wanting a burger because they have chicken oh, good, fingers. Good. Like, oh, this is great. We'll Efficient. order with him because the line was that long. As we're going to find him, he comes to me. So we meet kind of halfway and he's sobbing. 
Because he's exhausted. He's sobbing. I actually am close to tears myself. They're out of ground beef and they're not serving chicken because it's not lunch. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, that little bugger. I know. So oh. then my, my four-year-old hears they don't have chicken or they're not serving chicken. So she starts crying. So I have two of my four kids crying. And I also told my other kids, don't get up and leave the spot until I come back. I turn around. They're not. Oh, no. My husband calls and he says, get back here or get to this gate as soon as possible. We've got tickets on this Omaha flight, but they're closing the doors in five minutes. Oh, my stars. Okay. So I grab my crying toddler and my crying 10-year-old is exhausted. (laughs) And we start running back and I see my eight-year-old like walking across the hall to the bathrooms. Oh my gosh. No, but I can't yell like, no, Mm. go in there. (laughs) I see him walking to the bathroom. So I go and I quick get everything packed up. I throw the lid on my daughter's chili, throw it back in the paper bag, get everyone ready to go. We go to the bathroom where my son was. And I told my oldest, go in the bathroom, yell your brother's name and tell him to get out right now because mom says so. He's like, what? Just <sighs> go do it right now. And then my husband's calling, where are you? I'm like, I'm working on it. I'm, we're going to get there. So he goes in and then he comes like walking back out. The snail's pace. And where's your brother? Well, I told him he needs to come out. And what did he say? Oh, I didn't find him. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> go back in and yell at your brother. Yes. Literally goes into a bathroom and just yells, brother, <laughs> where art thou? No, he just, I don't know what he did. I told him, go back in there right now. <laughs> just like a 10-year-old like, turns back around. Yes. Uh, no one responded, mom. Get your, I said, get your brother. Tell him he has to be done and come out right now or he's going to miss his only chance to get to Kansas City. Take another drink. <laughs> Gets better. <laughs> Oh, like, like that's a really good mom threat. I'm gonna leave you behind in Denver, which is basically Denver. You're out of ground beef, so you're on your own. You're gonna starve in Denver, okay? Uh, so he finally comes out. The second time works, and they both come like walking, just walking out like they own the place. Like walk faster. Well, this one number two, they filled like new people. <laughs> So we start running and my toddler's still crying. Everyone else is, you know, not crying, which is great. And I'm holding all the bags, including my daughter's food bag. And we're running as fast as we can. And my toddler just, we're like 50 yards away from the gate. I can see it. And she just collapses on the floor. Noodle. I'm not going any farther. I'm like, I can't even pick her up. My eight, my 10-year-old can't. I don't know if you can hands pick her up. Full. And he's, anyway, it was, so then, of course, the phone rings again. Your husband. Yeah. Where are you? They're closing the doors. Like, I am doing my best. I can see you. Yeah, you turn I, around. I told him, I said, I can see the gate. We are almost there. We're almost there. He's like, I'm coming. And he comes running. And at first, he, he gets to us, and he, like, tries to take the bags. I said, just get the toddler. Just get the toddler. Okay, he picks her up and we turn to start running to the gate and the chili had been spilling in the bag. And I didn't know that. No. And all of a sudden the chili just drops all over the Leave floor. Leave it. Leave it behind. And we both looked at it and we both looked at each other and just turned and ran. And I felt so bad. I felt so bad. It's like I don't I don't know what the other option is. Frankly, so does that, does Denver deserved it. <laughs> Drop that chili and go. It was awful. A good old-fashioned chili drop. I love I love those types of pranks. That's how they do in Denver. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. So we got to the gate, watching, watched him close the door right as we got up there. And I think he saw 
all six of us were going to cry if he did not open that door back again. So he closed the door, looked at us and goes, we can make an exception, you know, something, you know, well, it's okay. We'll let you on. Opens the door again. And we just breathe a sigh of relief and go sit down. And the flight to Omaha, the flight attendant was telling us it was supposed to be almost completely full. Like maybe four or five seats weren't sold of this entire flight. It was maybe only a third of the way full. <gasps> You're kidding. That's how many people just didn't make didn't make anything. They didn't make any of their connections. And here's the other kicker. While we were in Denver, the people told us, you can go get on other flights. You can go home. You can go do whatever you want to do. Your bags are tagged and are going to whatever your final destination was. Okay. You have no choice. Okay. It, you, so for us, our bags were going to Kansas City, whether or not we got there. Okay. They're just going. You can't get them back. I also, guess. how does that make sense? How, if there's not a, if your plane's uh, not going to Kansas, how would your bag well, get there? Magic. Our, our plane was loaded. It was ready to go. We were just missing oh, the one crew member. Oh, they were oh. flying empty flights. Oh, to no. the destinations, and they were also using trucks, just carrier truck, third party oh, vehicles my land. to try to get the luggage out. I've never oh, seen. Oh, so why many are mothers in one place. not in charge of airports? Amen. Amen. But anyway, we made it. My angels of parents came and picked us up in Omaha and drove us back to Kansas City. So they were oh, just, my gosh. I, I honestly, I didn't cry. I was very you close. Didn't. <laughs> I think there was one moment where my husband and I looked at each other in Denver and we're like, we're, we're, we're done. Uh, we're toast. I don't have a s- solution. You don't have a solution. Like, what do we do? Yeah. We're done. We have no other options. So yeah. anyway. Christmas miracle. You made it. <laughs> was like, I may never fly again. <laughs> I mean, I did. I hesitate before I got on our flight home yesterday. Yes. We had a rental car set you up, did? reserved, ready to go just in yeah. case. And he finally, my yeah. husband finally canceled it. Like, as we were going to the airport. Yeah. And I have maybe just a little bit of mild PTSD, but How it was not, not, it was not great. How not could great. you not? But this was happening all across America yeah, all last everywhere. week. It's just insane that we haven't mm. planned better. So when did you end up getting your bag? Uh, the, magically the next night. Oh, that's not too bad. No, the next okay. really late that night, but I will forever put Apple AirTags in my suitcases after this. We've done I've it before, that. but we did not for this trip okay. and regretted it because we had no idea where our suitcases were. Yeah. We just got a little barcode that said, you know, your luggage is in right. system. And yeah, we'll you have to hold you on know. to that, that paper barcode. Otherwise yeah. your bag is gone. Yeah. But the people, uh, every Southwest worker was just so kind and so patient and so delightful. I really actually felt horrible for them because it wasn't How, their yeah. fault. No, but, no, no, no. Uh, it is. Whose fault is it actually? We need some, I don't know whose fault it is. Why? I don't know how he had the man, the man, the CEO. <laughs> Tom. There, I mean, I've done a lot of reading on it, on. but I'm not an expert, so I'm not even going to speculate, but it was, you did a lot are, of reading. You I would. Did. There, the airport there are people Who's to blame. There are people to blame and yeah. they're not moms. No, it's not moms. So there you go. I okay. am. I am thrilled you're here, frankly. Thank you. But that's part of the pre- this is part of the reason why we don't have an episode that came out on Monday, because you got home by the skin of your teeth yesterday. Is that today? Today's Monday. Today's yeah. Monday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. That's how it works. <laughs> Next day's Wednesday. <laughs> and um, I there was just no way we could pull this together no. when you got home yesterday. No. We could have, but I just didn't want to do that to you. It just I appreciated bad. that. I there, bad. I can tell you there was no way we could pull it together. I didn't want to, frankly. I My was husband was in bed asleep by 8.30 p.m. last night. That's like, and our kids were dead to the world by seven. Dead to the world. Dead to the world. 
They were, they were done. Oh, we're all done. We're I all remember done. it's a privilege <laughs> that we pay for to cross the ocean and to have memories. It's a memory. That's a memory. Remember, we pay for memories. That Megan. Christmas dinner that I paid for. Tuna, tuna and, and sweet potato crackers. Ugh. High protein. Oof. High protein. Done, done, done. Wow. I really should have put on deodorant for that, but I didn't. Here we are. <laughs> All right. Should we dive in? Dive right in? To the actual episode. Because, that was its own episode. Yeah, because Amanda's bedtime is fast approaching, and my body still thinks it's on central time. So yeah, we got to get, get on this. Let's do it. So first of all, if you're watching this on replay, that's cool. We love it. Parents often watch on replay. And when from our survey this week, we found out the, the majority of our listeners actually listen weeks after the episode comes out. I mean, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, period. For thinking of us. But most of you don't even listen the week it comes out or the day, let alone the hour. So that's great. So anyways, when you listen to this, just like Raya's comment, I'm listening, you know, in April yeah, 2023. down below. Yeah. If you're just, listening on replay. We just want to know when you are listening. So that would be kind of fun. Um, okay. Yeah. Today we're answering questions about the podcast. Let's do it. So we're super excited to respond to all the questions you guys have asked, uh, in our Instagram stories. And we'll also try to answer questions from the question box below. Yeah. There is like a little bubble conversation bubble with questions. So if you have a question and if we have time at the end, we don't know when the end is, but if we, if we have the time. end of time, <laughs> 9.30 when Amanda's bedtime rolls her out. She turns into a pumpkin. We we might be able to answer those questions. So, uh, But if we don't get to the questions during the live, then we will read them afterwards and answer them in the feed. This, because we're also going to post this episode. This is our episode for tomorrow. Yeah, so. this is it. We're recording We're right not now. procrastinating. No. Don't be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, let's first talk about, Megan, our setup. Our podcast setup. If anyone out here is thinking about starting a podcast, ours started under the freeway <laughs> of the 600 South off ramp in Salt Lake City. It's a very scary it location. It was super ghetto. The first time we rolled up, I don't know if you, well, you remember this. Yeah. You literally have to park under the overpass. You like, get out of your car and you're like, oh. There's cars like right above. above. <laughs> like it was really scary. And it's in this ghetto. It was really gross. And then you have to like knock on a heavy metal door to and, get in, hope someone answers. And like someone pokes their face out, like, what's the password? They do not. And you're like, I don't know. I can't even think of a password. Chicken nuggets. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> and then we went in. But we started there. We started in this recording studio, which was awesome. The what, awesomely expensive. Awesomely expensive. That's why we don't not there anymore. Mm -hmm. But the the recording director, the editor, the producer. Fantastic, fantastic yeah, so guy. If you want somewhere to go in downtown Salt Lake. No, no, no. They're not there anymore. Remember, no, they, they moved. moved. But the guy is still fantastic, yeah. but the location's moved. Um, so that was a great place to start. That's where we started. Um, but, you know, we smelled certain smells for so long editing that made us a little bit... Not really, but it's, it had a particular the, smell. The recording studio also shared spaces with other undefined businesses, She's always a politically correct. I'm I like, don't know how to put say? it better. It's what are you going to say? It was really unique. There were some strong location. smells. Yep. So anyways, yep. we had to get out of there and also because we couldn't afford that place. So <laughs> now here we are in a room that smells like Febreze and laundry detergent. Megan's guest room. The washer and dryer's on the other side of the wall. So. Megan's guest room. It's free. Yep. It's super sort of. fancy. It's basically a fancy it's dungeon. For you. 
That's a good point. Thank you, <laughs> landlord, for letting me be here for free. You're welcome. But I'm sure like a lot of our listeners, the guest room doubles as a workspace. So you can raise your hand if that's your situation as well, because I think you can relate to that. Hmm. So yeah. There we go. So questions. One thing we get asked all the time is, how did you even get into this mess? I mean, most people don't phrase it quite like that. <laughs> How, how, do they, how do they phrase it? How did you start this? I know. All I have to say is Amanda started it. It's her fault. That's why we're here. I I think that you also wanted to get into this, Megan. <laughs> I was a willing uh, participant. I mean, what do you usually tell people when they ask you that question? What do you say to them? I say, you asked me one day if I wanted to do a podcast. And I said, yeah, sounds great. Didn't you want to do it? <laughs> Didn't you want to do this? <laughs> I forced you into doing it. Yeah, I mean. Didn't you want to do this? I'm here. Oh. <laughs> of course, of course. Yes, I did want to do it because we both listened to a podcast that we loved, The Bad Broadcast. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the format of it was so genius. And so when you had the idea to do something similar, yeah. I just thought, yeah, that that's a no-brainer. That's actually a really great idea and not super common. Uh, no, the submission-based podcast is not a very popular uh, format. Yeah. So, and I thought it would, I thought it would be more fun and easier to have it a submission based than just to come up with content on our own. That feels yeah. like a lot more work. Yeah. 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 You guys, thanks for doing all the work for yeah, us. They do all the heavy lifting. Thanks. Yeah. So yeah, we just get a report back. Yeah. But I, it started for the idea came to me when I just realized that, you know, innocently as caregivers, mm-hmm. like not even parents, but like babysitters and grandparents and aunts and uncles, like sometimes we innocently provide birth control for people. Everyone. For everyone. Like, you know, when, you know, we often say, oh, kids are so exhausting or kids are a lot of work or they're super annoying and they're super loud. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is all true. But, but it's also, they're also really funny. Yeah. And it's only a short season of time when they are that way. Funny. Well, I don't know. It's actually <laughs> annoying and loud. It could be longer, longer than a season. But they balance out, right? Like in a yeah. really great way. Yes. There's just, it's not all bad. It's, it's not all not. bad. And that's what it felt like it was being portrayed as. Yes. Was it just felt like everyone had, and we were all in quarantine for so long. It was so easy to say, oh, the kids are driving me crazy and kids are awful and I need them to be gone. It just, it felt like we needed a little more humor in parenting. Well, and we needed someone to point out the humor. Sometimes yeah. don't you just need someone to say, oh, that was really funny because often you just want to crawl in a hole. Right. Like sometimes you just need someone to point it out. And yeah. so I think that we st- we wanted to start this because it was an opportunity for us to kind of circle the wagons mm-hmm. as parents and caregivers and aunts and uncles and mm-hmm. teachers and everyone and and throw in these funny stories so that we could all laugh together. Yeah. That's what I like to think of it as. Collective laugh. Collective laughter. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, maybe we should talk about how we how we put together an episode from start to finish. How yeah. do we do that? Another very common yeah, people question. People say like, how, what, what's the work process like? Yeah. Well, let us tell you. It's a secret. A big secret. We're never telling you, actually. You could not find this on Google. Listen up. <laughs> no, you can't, actually. We had to learn this all ourselves. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure we could have Googled it. We did. You did? Yes. Oh, well, then we got it right here. I know. Hot off the press. So we usually plan out, in an ideal world, we plan out three months of topics in advance, right? Yes. Okay. In an ideal world. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's fluid. Well, let's be fair. We started with only doing like every 
week, we'd be like, what do you want to talk about next week? What do you want to talk about next week? And it and it just felt like we were always like, oh, what should we do? It so, was hard to stay on top of. Yeah, it was hard to stay on top of. So in the past like few months, we have started planning, if not a whole quarter in advance, mm-hmm. six weeks, six weeks, less, six months in advance. Yeah. Yeah. That's the goal. So we get a lot of ideas from you guys. We love the random messages that we'll get saying, I think you should talk about this. Or have you thought about talking about this, which is super helpful. So yep. keep these suggestions coming. And, and next- even, sorry to interrupt you, even just when they not. tell us, yeah, you're right. <laughs> even when listeners just send us funny stories, sometimes oh, we yes. pick a topic out of that. Like, we'll be like, oh, that's such a weird story. We need to like, Make a Save topic that, out make of it. that a whole. So that's episode, why even yeah. when they send us their stories, mm-hmm. we we get topics from that. Too. Yeah, so good, so good. So once we have a topic chosen, then we do a call for submissions on Instagram and Facebook. So we just say, "Here's the topic. If you have a story, go for it." Mm-hmm. What? I feel like I need to sneeze. What oh, a no. terrible time! <laughs> just get a, <sighs> get a little rub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. okay. So that's what we do. call for submissions, Instagram or Facebook, and then. We script everything. Here's a little secret about podcasts. They're scripted. Oh, I wasn't supposed to whisper that. That was actually... That was some feedback that, that we received. Feedback. Don't whisper. We, we whisper too much. Yeah. So podcasts are scripted, which is really interesting. Um, and we script everything. Now, uh, Amanda is the queen of ad-libbing. She's very good at it. I really... Most of my life is ad-libbed, would you believe it or not? <laughs> and most of my life is planned. So I really like the script. The script is my safe place. Oh, I love man. it a lot. Um, I, but we also, a lot of our script is just conversation-based. Yeah. I think that's why we also have fun with our listeners and, and with each other, because a lot of it is just conversation. Yeah, most of it is actually questions. <laughs> like, what, what about this? I can't wait for you to tell me about that. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> Oh, so we do all that and then we will edit. And this was the hardest part for us. We had to sit down with Nate, our previous producer and say, okay, what do we, what do we do? You guys, we had no idea. We own a soundboard. That was the hardest part of this was learning technology. (laughs) We actually had a technology. (laughs) Way to age us. <laughs> Dang, damn it, that darn technology. <laughs> if only we were Gen Zers, it would have been much easier. But we edited it. Yeah, um, and I think that was the hardest part for us leaving the studio was just that we had to learn how to edit on our own. Mm-hmm. And but now, if someone asked me the other day, how long does it take you to edit? Not, the amount of time it takes to listen to an episode. That's exactly right. We have gotten so quick at it that now I can do the dishes. Here, why don't you scoot over a little more? Now I can do the dishes and edit at the same time. Like, yeah. it's so it's gotten easier, which I will say I am grateful for the for the skill that we have learned to be able to use technology in that way. Yeah. I'm grateful for that. Yeah, it's fun. I, I learned how to edit and then you picked it up super fast. So now we just Yeah, you were doing the grunt do the brunt of it for for the majority for of the time, long. which was which was kind of hard, but thank you. Uh, you're so welcome. <sighs> okay. Um one of the questions we also have received frequently is what is one thing you've learned from doing the podcast? And I have been shocked at how many people listen to podcasts in general. I, True. I didn't listen to pod when you said let's do a podcast, I was like, oh, okay. Before Maybe that, I should listen to one. Before that, you didn't listen to podcasts? Not really. Really? No. That's no. my number one. So I actually, okay, okay, this is interesting. In the comments below, tell us whether or not the majority of things you listen to are music, comment with music, 
books, comment with books, or podcasts, say podcasts. What if you do all of them? Well, then write them all in. But the majority, like, what are you always listening to in your headphones? Mm. Because I mm-hmm. never listen to music in my headphones. Like, if you had to choose one. Uh-huh. I almost never you... listen to books. You I never read a lot. listen to music? Um, no. No. Music is for the car. Books are for bed. Podcasts are for <laughs> earphones. That's how I also do it. Well, you don't even listen to books. So you, no. you're old school. You read so, so if I have some, so see someone said music. Mm. If, I li- if I have earphones in, I'm almost always listening to a podcast. Yeah. So I think that's why that platform was on my radar. What's Interesting. It? Are you listening to books? Now. Now it's books, but for most of, I don't know, most of my life, it's music. But now really? it's books. That does seem like a better use of oh, my time. interesting. Okay, lots music. of music. Look at that, music. So much music. Mm-hmm. Y'all are listening to music? Yes. <laughs> Am I the only one who doesn't listen to music? When you it's have so your earphones in, you yes. listen to music. <laughs> yeah, you were clear in your question the first time. <laughs> I just, wow, I think I need, yeah, I music is so to. therapeutic. I know, yeah. they must be listening to ABBA. That's probably what you're listening to. <laughs> I knew it. 70s music. I love so it. Good. I love it. Okay, so anyways, what did you learn? Uh, also, it is so delightful to read parents' stories and experiences from raising kids because it's validating for me. Yeah. And I didn't expect to have that. No feeling from from this experience. And our listeners have such unique and genuine insights. I'm like, oh, that's such a great idea. I never would have thought about that. Yeah. Wow. I have really enjoyed... Oh, podcast. There's a podcaster. Hey. Um, I have really enjoyed reading the stories too. Like it, mm-hmm. I, I'm actually surprised by the amount of joy it brings me. When someone sends us a message or writes on our Google form, I always find myself just being so tickled mm-hmm. that they would take the time to share a story or an experience or a comment. I don't I don't know why. It brings me more joy than I expected, yeah. frankly. And, and laughter. And laughter. And it really does feel like the village is strengthening or widening. Like, I don't really know, but it really feels like the village of optimistic parents is mm-hmm. growing. Mm-hmm. And I it brings me more joy than I thought it would, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. So I also think that podcasting for me has helped me learn to be really light. Mm. Be, um, I think that historically I, I do find the bad. <laughs> really? I'm kind of a. That's surprising. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I think, uh, but now I find myself always being like, there's a funny story in this. Absolutely. I have kind of had to train my yeah. mind, which is ironic because we started that as our premise, but that doesn't mean that it comes easy to us mm-hmm. or me. I'll speak for myself. It didn't no, come same. easy for That's, me. Yeah. So I really had to train my mind to, to start just finding the story in everything. And I find myself being at the playground or at the store or anywhere now mm-hmm. and finding the story. You are so good at that. You all, What do you yes, mean? Because you are so frequently adding stories. We don't actually plan most of what we post on Instagram. We're kind of terrible at posting on Instagram. We are terrible. <laughs> but Amanda's really good at finding those random moments and being like, oh, this is funny or oh, this is a great picture yeah. for this. You're just really good at well, that. Well, that's very kind. What a kind compliment. You're Thank so you. welcome. But it is learned. That's that's a learned. I learned to be light from just yeah. from the podcast. That has helped me a lot. And I also have learned one of my biggest takeaways is to just give people grace. Mm. I know that sounds like so cheesy, but little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, Meg. I've never called you Meg. That felt so unnatural. <laughs> what are you doing over there? Are you gonna be okay? Something must have slipped in my sparkly water. I feel so unnatural. I'll never do that again. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> it's 
like earlier this week, my husband called me Mandy, and I was like, what in the what? It's like, are you mad? What are you saying? <laughs> um, but I have learned to give people grace because I think that I have a very uh, perfectionist personality, an OCD. I have a little bit of OCD, I think. Yeah. I just like things a particular way. And I think for a long time, I expected people to also want things that particular way. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so opening up this forum to hear the, the what, the what, finish my sentence, <clears throat> to hear the not perfect yeah, has really helped me like see that that's actually the normal way. Right. That's well, normal. many times, how many times do we say there is more than one right way to raise a kid? You In say fact, that all are, the time. There are a million right ways to to do life. You don't even have yeah, to have kids. There are a million right ways I know. to do life. Yes. And yes. sometimes we get so caught up in our own daily grind that we forget that, that yeah. everyone has their own way of doing things. And 99.9% of the, well, I don't know, that's probably generous, but percent of the yeah. time, they're doing just fine and they're going to be great. And 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 they're doing their best. Yeah. Ooh. They really are doing their best. So I think that podcasting has also taught me to like, look at that mom screaming at her kid. Oh, she must have had a long day. Whereas before I would have been like, oh, she should not be screaming. Mm, no, no, no. Now I really do look at her and be like, she's probably had a long day. Like, I just find that I'm grateful for how my mind has been retrained mm-hmm. to be a... <laughs> Less perfect brain, yeah. Frankly, so I don't know. It's just nice. Now, what do you what are you looking at? Uh, well, we have <clears throat> some questions, and I think my old eyes can't see. What does that say? I'll read it to you. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just do we'll just do one question, so we don't keep it too long. But this question says, "What's been the biggest change or surprise since beginning the podcast versus now?" Oh, in- oh, interesting. You, it's talk- a good question. you talk about this first. So biggest surprise oh, or biggest change is we've had to plan, planning. Just the biggest, oh. the biggest change has been planning. I uh-huh. think the biggest surprise is just how many, like I said, how many people listen to podcasts or how many people know that we even have a podcast and say, oh, I listen. That's my favorite is when I go somewhere, go home or I'll get a text message from a friend and be like, oh, I just listened to this episode and it was so good. I'm like, oh. They listened. People yeah. listen. It's fun. It's really humbling. We don't, well, you don't, you never look at the numbers. I'll tell you why, but keep going. Okay. But it's just fun because I look at the numbers and see the numbers, but there are no names. I don't know who. Everything's anonymous. Yeah. We can't see anything. No. That which makes me laugh because at one point in the survey, which guest would you like us to interview? And someone wrote, I want to be on your podcast. And I want to write back to be like, it's anonymous. We who have no you? idea who you are. <laughs> we want you too. We <laughs> just don't know who you are. <laughs> anonymous person. No, but it's just fun to put names behind the numbers and say, oh, that's cool. But we do know- Even even names of people we don't know. I'm always so- Tickled when someone messages me and I'm and I'm like I don't know who you are Megan do you know this person like I don't know this person it's like oh, it's a stranger <laughs> <laughs> we're talking so, to a stranger <laughs> it's so exciting it's <laughs> like terrible parents <laughs> we're adults we can talk to strangers it's allowed it's allowed no no it's um, but it's fun it's just fun fun to put faces to the names yeah. no names names and numbers Name, yeah names and numbers sure. together yeah. so. I think one of the biggest surprises for me, and I'm going to be really honest, I thought it was going to be a total flop. 
I really did. I expected the podcast to go nowhere, but I always felt okay with it because I just told myself, if it doesn't go anywhere, it's okay. I've, I've done it. Like, I just yeah. want to scratch the itch and see how it goes. Um, so I, and I was really nervous to open up the survey results. We asked all, everyone to take a survey last week with just some really honest feedback because we've just hit our one-year anniversary. Our one-year anniversary is on the 8th, I think. I don't know. Sure. January. Yeah. Maybe January. even tomorrow. I don't know. But um, I was super nervous because I just kept thinking, maybe people don't like it. And that's okay. It's okay. It's not for everyone. It's just a bummer. Yeah. I mean, but I, so I just was worried to look at the survey results. And yeah, I got a text message from Amanda saying, have you read the survey results? I said, yeah. Why have you? No, I'm too scared. <laughs> oh my gosh. Go read the survey results. It's fine. You'll you, be fine. So you love Sorry numbers. I wasn't here to hold your hand. Yeah, I love, love that numbers. kind of thing. I'm scared. Surveys and results yeah. and feedback. Oh, I'm always my love so language. So when we so when I finally read the survey results and saw that most people, if not all, are enjoying it. Yeah. That was pretty I was, unanimous. I was really touched, frankly. I was really, really touched and really it, it felt like an honor that people would like stick with us for an entire year. Um, we've hit some pretty fun milestones this year, I would say. I don't know if we want to yeah. talk about numbers specifically, but like there's people I listening. I have them and, written down. I think there's people listening in like how many countries? 15 different countries? Yeah, 15 to 20 different countries and every every state, I believe, in the United every States. Every state. Yeah. But I just I think so. never ever, ever thought that would be the case. Yeah, I fun. really thought that it'd be like our moms and our husbands and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Utah is our biggest base. Like 50% of our listeners yeah. live in Utah, which is kind of, yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> so anyways, I have just been so tickled and so touched that people have stuck with us. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't taken the survey yet, please go do it because we read them. They weren't scary. I wasn't, I, I was scared, Yeah, but I am not scared anymore. Well, I'll read the survey. Well, where, where, where can we, we need to put link in the bio. The link is still in the bio. Is you it? Can, yeah, I thought I got rid of it. <sighs> I'll put it back up. So sorry. Link in the bio. Go look there. Yeah. But that has been the most fun part is just I, I said this earlier, but I'm going to say it again. It sort of feels like we're all circling our wagons, our parenting wagons. You know, we're we're getting together as parents, sharing stories, throwing diapers across the, the wagon train. Here comes the hot one. You know, like, I don't know. It just feels fun. It feels yeah. like we're doing this together in a fun way. Expanding the village, which is frankly what we all need. It is what we all need. It really is what we all need. So anyways, all right. if you have any topics, send them our way. If you have any stories, send them our way. If your kids were little turds today tell us all about Don't it. send your kids our way. <laughs> well, I don't know. Send She's them a to good Amanda's. babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, all right. If you've been watching this either live or on replay, we have one request. Share, please. Well, and let's say why. Sorry to scare you. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Meg, okay. stop. <laughs> Whoa. Is... When when people ask, sometimes people ask us how they can support us. That's the number one way. Uh, really, honestly, and like I I truly underestimated how to how to people how to support people. The number one way you can support us is by sharing, sharing anything. Share your thoughts through reviews. Yep. If you're on Apple, if you're on Spotify, share your thoughts through the stars. Yep. Sounds fun. But share a reel or share 
an episode, whatever. Yeah, just sharing sharing on social media is huge because that's really how you get more listeners. There was a significant number of our listeners from our survey who said they found us through social media. They either found us through friends and family or social media. That's it. That's like the only way we can advertise to other people besides being guests on other podcasts, which is just not our wheelhouse. That's uh, It's hard to get guests, guys. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's really hard. <laughs> We're not big wigs. So people don't really want to. Well, and a lot of people don't have hilarious dungeon. parenting stories to share, which is crazy. That's another it's thing. It's hard to find someone that fits in the niche. That is another thing. We keep saying to people, we really want a story about like, you know, maybe some potty humor. And everyone's like, oh, I don't have any. And it's like, you're lying. We don't want you anyways. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so yeah, share. All right, yeah, share, share. Um, Share the call for submissions, too. If you have a friend that you know they've got a great story that fits the topic, send it to them, please. Just share, share and share away. There's no podcast without you wonderful listeners. Not even lying. Actually, I think if there were no submissions, we actually wouldn't do this because really we don't have enough content. So not at all. Anyways, it's time to put the baby to bed, guys. The baby's going down. Um, oh, and actually, do you guys really do you think we should make a sweatshirt with that on the back that says time to put the baby to bed? Because I really want one. Okay, if you want a sweatshirt, raise your hand. <laughs> I really want to make sweatshirts that say it's time to put the baby to bed. It would sort of look like this. Here, I'm gonna stand up. Okay, hold on, hold on. Can you see this? It would look exactly like that. And it would be a sweatshirt that said, time to put the baby to bed. If you guys like that idea, I really want to put sweatshirts together that say time to put the baby to bed. And, you know, you could buy them on our website and you would just, I don't know, pay for, I don't know. We don't make any money. It's actually, we wouldn't pay for anything. It would just pay for the soundboard. So anyways, let us know if you want a sweatshirt. We love you all. Time to put the baby to bed. It's going to be a great year ahead of us. Thank you for your support. We love you all. Bye. Bye.